Hi, this is Doug Beecham. Thank you for joining me as uh, I continue in this podcast. This is this is number six, podcast six, specifically on the book of Hebrews. And again, if you're just joining me, I hope you'll go back uh, to the previous two for 2020, and then actually go on further back into 2019. If you want to, if you want to listen for these, actually pretty pretty brief podcast. Uh, most of them are no longer than. 13 or 14 minutes of, of a study of the book of Hebrews. We are in the middle of chapter 3, Hebrews chapter 3, and I want to pick up at verse 7 in Hebrews chapter 3 uh, as we continue uh, to look at the point that's being made in, 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 this, um, in this particular chapter. Here in verse 7 down through verse 11, uh, the writer takes us to a significant passage in the book of Psalms. This is Psalm 95, verses 7 through 11. And this psalm is related to a specific historical event that occurred in Israel's history that's described in Numbers 13 and 14. And that is the the opportunity Israel had at Kadesh Barnea soon after coming out of her captivity uh, in Egypt to enter into the promised land but the failure of, of, of responding to the call of God there. So Psalm 97 has as its historical, I'm sorry, Psalm 95, verses 7 through 11, has as its historical background numbers 13 and 14. The psalm is a warning against disobedience, and it's based on the failure at Kadesh Barnea. Numbers 13 and 14 is the story of the 12 spies sent by Moses into the promised land. If you don't really remember the story or you're not as familiar with it, just pause right now and go back to Numbers 13 and 14 and read this entire episode. It is really a pivotal moment uh, in Israel's history. When the 12 returned, 10 came back with a negative report. Two, Caleb and Joshua, believed the promise of God for the inheritance. The failure to obey led to 40 years of wandering in the wilderness as a generation of unbelief. That generation of adults who who listened to this really negative report from 10 people, a report that that said, yeah, there's a land flowing with milk and honey. We brought back to you all of these wonderful demonstrations of the prosperity of this land. We've brought it and shown it to you, but there are giants in the, in the land. And I want you to notice what they said there in numbers. They said, we were in our own eyes like grasshoppers in front of these giants. It's interesting that... They didn't say we met some of these giants and talked to them and they said, you guys are nothing but grasshoppers. They didn't say that. They said that inside of us, there was, there was a spirit of, of hopelessness, a, a spirit of what we are not, this, this spirit of lacking that was so strong inside of us. Maybe it was strong because of 400 years of being in Egypt. Maybe it was a slave mentality that they were carrying out that they had not been able to break off of their mind, their understanding of who they are. And and because of that, 10 men spoke, we cannot do this. This is impossible. And the 
and the people responded with fear and, and unbelief. Only Caleb and Joshua survived past the 40 years of judgment. A whole generation of people had to die off before God could bring a new generation into the future that he had for them. The contrast here is very, very important. Though Moses is not a failure in the number story, that's important to keep in mind. Moses really doesn't get blamed for this. Nonetheless, he was not able to lead the people to the place of promise. He was a steward. You remember that word we looked at, that word for servant last week, that uh, uh, therapon? He was a steward in the house of God, but he was not like Jesus, who was a son over his own house. The contrast is that the son is able to lead us. When faith arises in the son of God, the faith that Caleb and Joshua had that faith arises. We are able, as Paul puts it in Romans 1, uh, we are able to move from faith to faith. Do you remember this passage where Paul, Paul in verse 16 says, I am not ashamed. Keep that, if you, if you listen to some of the previous podcasts out of Hebrews, this whole issue of shame and Jesus is not ashamed of us. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of, of Christ for it's the power of God unto salvation that is to, to leave the place of hopelessness and bound by sin and move into the future that God has of his grace and mercy. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of God. It's the power of God and the salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first, then the Gentile, for in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God, that is God will keep his word. If God promised you can go into that future and that he will be with you, you can move with courage and hope into that future. You can obey that uh, as, and Paul continues there at, at verse 17, the righteousness of God, God proves himself righteous as it is written. Uh, we go from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Well, we come back to this Hebrew passage, this Old Testament historical episode serves to warn the congregation to not have in verse 12, an evil heart of unbelief. It, such a heart of unbelief leads a person to, quote, depart from the living God. That's the whole point of verse 12. This citation out of Psalm 95 is a direct warning. Here are people who've been given the opportunity to walk by faith, to trust God completely, whatever their circumstances are, and how this evil heart of unbelief wants to arise. You know, when we're faced with the choice of, uh, of obedience or disobedience, the issue, the issue really is, whose voice will you obey? Disobedience is more than just doing something wrong or whatever. Disobedience is actually the decision to listen to another voice. When we hear God speak to us and we obey God, we've listened to his voice. When we step aside from obeying what he has said. We have chosen to listen to another voice. The Israelites in the wilderness listen to the voices of fear and unbelief. We listen to voices of fear and unbelief. And sometimes we listen to the voices of the allurements of the world, of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, all the things 
that become other voices to us and appeal to us, not for those things that are eternal, but for those things that are temporal and really will not carry us into the fullness that God has for us. Well, I, I really uh, pray as we sort of wrap up this session, I pray that God will speak to you out of these verses that we've been looking at in chapter three. We're not through with chapter three yet. We'll come back to it again in our next podcast. But I hope as you've listened to this podcast, that one of the things that you will do and that I will do, we will make sure we are listening to the voice of God. And we will not let other voices keep us from obeying what God has called us to do. Thanks for listening. God bless you. I look forward to being with you next week.